Welcome to Season 2 of Yo! 11 Minutes. Yo! 11 Minutes. Mostly Vegas, no BS, casino experience, and more. Michael Traeger is a casino and travel loyalty expert who also helps people turn their travel dreams into reality. And now, Michael Traeger. How's it going, Michael? It's going great, and it's great to be back. It's new year, new season, new episode. <laughs> new everything. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But this is this is officially episode 32, unless we counted incorrectly. That could be really bad. Of of Yo 11, because there will eventually be a Zorkcast episode sort of thrown in there. But we're going to we're going to do that to surprise people. But right now, we are definitely on season 2, episode 32. So, New Year's Vegas. Uh was this your first Vegas New Year's? Well, yeah, this as in all my times as a visitor out here, I was never out here for New Year's Eve and ringing in the new year. Uh, so it was, it was a first, which is uh, which is pretty awesome. So yeah, it was uh, it's my first one, and I got to do it as a local. Uh, so good way to start things off, you know, starting off the new year living here, pretty cool. Um, I managed to capture some footage of the Plaza uh, fireworks uh, from the. Uh, 11th floor of the D parking lot uh, <laughs> because it was just a sea of people down on Fremont street. And uh, yeah, so, but I got some, I got some footage of that and uh, posted it to Twitter. No, that's awesome. I've only done one Vegas New Year's Eve and it was absolutely so perfectly magical that I'm afraid to ever do another one again. So it's like so it was so good you don't you don't want to you, you nothing nothing will compare no other new year's eve in vegas <clears throat> will compare to it in your it, opinion it was just it was just like a crazy new year's eve where i had a little party in a suite at paris and then i eventually broke away from some friends at like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning and i walked over to cosmo and then I pretty much so continuously gambled with some bizarre breaks of like meeting up with friends at Cosmo between like two o'clock in the morning and one o'clock in the afternoon. And since it was this like totally going on adrenaline and alcohol, and it was like great, like great crap sessions, like of what I remember, <laughs> it was, it was pretty great. But I remember like at some point, like meeting Mark Meltzer at, the Henry to eat something, but I don't remember like at what point it was like, was it breakfast or was it later? And then I would meet up with another friend and it was just like this incredible, like fog of gambling drunk and meeting up with friends. And then I just remember like finally wrapping it up at like one o'clock in the afternoon and walking wow. out of Cosmo with the blaring sunshine. Like the sun is like blaring. And of course my phone's been dead now for hours this, this is quite a few years ago and then i literally just went got back to paris and collapsed and didn't wake up until like midnight <laughs> and then finally plugged my phone in and it were like a bunch of messages and things of people who thought i was like absolutely must be dead or something <laughs> it was perfect it was just but literally i think my phone died at like some point at like eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> so the the your most magical New Year's Eve in Vegas, if I'm right, let me know if I'm wrong on this, is alcohol, gambling, 
friends and foggy memories. Yes, and especially craps. The craps was great. And there was this one cocktail waitress who I've run into before at Cosmo. No idea if she's still there, though. I saw her a couple of years ago. And she was wearing these white gloves. Do they always wear white gloves at Cosmo? That's a good question. But but it was just it it's just like so many like weird images of that night. But it was like exactly what you would think New Year's Eve is supposed to be. And I remember going out on the street from our suite in Paris and like watching all the fireworks, then going back to the suite and then basically uh, gambling all night. And if I remember correctly, this was the trip the night before I had this incredible run at Baccarat and I hadn't bought in for like much money, like, like 800 or $900. And I finished up over 5,000 and they gave me a Paris $5,000 chip, which I had never had before. So that was pretty cool. But that was the night before that wasn't New Year's or maybe it wasn't the night. Maybe that was a different trip. No, the New Year's Eve trip. And I see now I'm confused. Anyway, the New Year's Eve part is correct. I don't know about the Baccarat Paris Park. Okay, that's it. That's all my stories for now. All righty. Uh, normally, I'll go to a news break here, but there really isn't anything newsworthy going on except for, you know, your your typical, you know, uh, Vegas X uh, speculations and stuff like that. But I did get some interesting PR emails from our friends at Fontainebleau. And uh, it's, I've never seen anyone do this before, so I'm, I'm just kind of trying to figure out why. They've been sending out – normally what a place will do is they will send an email, a press release about something that's happening in the future. You know, like this is happening next month or, you know, next week or three months from now or, you know, whatever. FB has sent an email about here's what we just did. And it's like – Okay, it's like we had John Summit, uh, you know, DJing, you know, in at, at Live. It's like, yeah, we know you sent a press release about this, you know, two weeks ago that you were going to do this. It's it's not a surprise. Like I, I I I just find it weird that the press release is something that we just did recently, and I'm like, I'm wondering if they they just really need more buzz or something. It, it just it was just weird to get an email of like. You know, breaking news, this happened five days ago, makes no damn sense. And so I'm not sure what that's about, but it was it was awkward. Like, I just read that and I was like, that's so awkward. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, you know, I really can't figure them out. Meltz had uh, some nice, some nice commentary on uh, FB, which was sort of cool. And we, he actually dropped an article on uh, Travels Orc. I'm happy to see that they have real room service. That's one of the most positive things I can mention. But <laughs> I don't, and I think their table limits are all over the place. I, I don't know. I, I'm, you know what? I'm not passing a, I'm not passing a judgment yet. I also don't think a lot of the hotel is really completed. Like they don't really have like three thousand rooms in inventory. So that's going to be sort of interesting once all the rooms are finally online and i think another thing that people keep reminding well reminding me maybe or maybe i keep reminding myself is that cosmo was an absolute shit show when it first opened and it sort of worked itself out and there were a lot of changes i mean i think one piece of news is that a executive at uh fb that was a casino executive was fired abruptly right before New Year's Eve. And there was a lot of speculation, I think, from people about why he might have been fired with regard to 
discounts on losses to big players or things like that. So that's sort of interesting. There's been a lot of, I don't know, just a lot of rumor mill thing. I don't, I have no idea what's going on there, but people love, maybe it just seems like there's more now because of the influencers. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I bet I haven't thought about it that much. I think it's great to have a new property. You know, I, I don't know. Is it going to succeed? Is it going to fail? Above my pay grade. Mm. Not sure what's going on. Leave that for the speculators. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's it's still interesting. And most important, I'm going to Atlantic City this month. And nowhere is better than Atlantic City to gamble. I'll pause right now for people to disagree. Give me a moment. I just got a little bit nauseous when you when you said that. Why is... Okay, this, that, this needs to be a separate episode because we're already... Nine minutes into our yeah, we'll do that. Minutes, you know what? We will do that tomorrow. We will talk about why you feel Atlantic City is the best gambling city in the United States. The views expressed by Michael Trager are not necessarily the views of this show <laughs> or any other <laughs> member of the show, or any other member or Movestro. Okay, best, okay. Best <laughs> is subjective. I always tell people best is subjective. People say, "What is the best this or the best that?" It's like best is subjective because people are just going to tell you what they like. But I'm interested to see why you feel that Atlantic City is is better for gambling than Vegas. Why you feel that way? Not that it is the best, but that's your feelings, and I respect that. It it, it is my feeling. With that being said, it is time for the tease. Take it away, Michael. So today's topic of tease is the non-guarantee guarantee. And this comes up really quite often with regard to hotels. And that is like things being guaranteed for your stay. Now, maybe it doesn't come up for some people because they don't care, but for other people, they do care about certain things. And those things might be a specific room category or more so something like connecting rooms being guaranteed or a suite being guaranteed to a connector or maybe even a specific room and floor number. And what's what's hard for people to sometimes understand or realize with the way hotels operate, it's much different than it's much different than airlines, like where you choose an airline seat and you choose a specific seat. When you book a hotel room, overall, you're just booking a category. And that category is it's not more granular than the category. And the category might be a strip view or a city view room. I know certain hotels break them into into different names like FB is doing gold rooms and blue rooms and they have different views but are basically the same room. Wynn likes to use the designation for panoramic view for their high floors. But the thing that becomes really, really tricky is when you want something specific. And every once in a while, somebody wants a specific room. And you can think of a circumstance where someone might want something like that, like they want a room exactly on the sixth floor facing the strip when there's something like F1. And most times, hotels will not guarantee that kind of thing for many good reasons. Recently, someone was talking about a hotel where they wanted to see a parade, and they expected to see the parade if they got that suite on a specific floor. And obviously, that's the kind of guarantee that is very, very difficult to get and seldom will work out. 
And I often tell people that in order to get something guaranteed, you need to have the word guaranteed in writing from a hotel. Because most of the times when push comes to shove, if a hotel is going to put something in writing, they're going to be very cautious about what they're going to say. When it's done verbally or when it's just notes in a reservation, you will have things like we will try or do not move or do not change block. But that still does not mean it's necessarily a guarantee. On the casino side of things, hotels usually give priority to casino guests and hosts absolutely have a priority as far as guaranteeing, in quotation marks, service. I just think it's important to understand that. Now, of course, there are some hotel room categories where by essence of the lack of inventory for that category, because it's very special and very specific, you will pretty much so be guaranteed a certain room. Like Wynn Villas, there are only a few of those villas, so you're pretty much so guaranteed a certain certain view in a certain location. Crockford's has only one palace, so if you book a palace, the... Marriott Essex House in New York only has one amazing artisan suite. So if you book the artisan suite, you're going to have that. So that's that's one way to definitely guarantee something. But I just always say to people, be really, really cautious about promises that are made and also how important those are. I would say things like connectors are really important if you have young kids because you don't want to put your three-year-old and five-year-old on the seventh floor of a hotel while you're on the 20th, though maybe you do. But that's that's sort of stuff that you want to think about. But just think about what the term guarantee means because unfortunately in the travel world, guarantees usually have an asterisk. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, it's, 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 they, they definitely, as far as categories go, like I know Cosmo has like fountain view rooms and stuff like that. And, you know, there's always that like designation. Like I know a particular couple who visits a lot that if they stay at Cosmo, they have to have a fountain facing room. They have to have like the balcony and all that stuff. And I don't think I've ever been denied that, but if I'm ever going to stay at Cosmo, that's the kind of room that I'm going to want. But they, I'm not sure if it's a guarantee or not. When you, when you, when it, you, it is. It's a category. Fountain View. So that's the thing with Fountain View. Fountain View is a category at Cosmo. So it's actually a Fountain View category. Mm-hmm. The only problem is you're never going to be guaranteed exactly what floor you're going to be on. And the other interesting little tidbit about Cosmo is they will not for normal people like casino hosts can do anything if you're important enough, but setting mm-hmm. aside really important people, i.e. people who lose a lot of money at casinos, which are the most important people pretty much. So they also won't guarantee connectors at cosmopolitan, which is sort of interesting, but the, but that, but what they do, what they've done there is actually the right way to do it is that there are rooms that are specifically designated as fountain view so there's like terrace studio and a terrace studio fountain view one bedroom and a one bedroom fountain view a terrace one bedroom and stuff so they i actually think they've done a very good job with that but you know some people are still disappointed or is not going to be the same as like the 18th floor with regard to the fountain view so you always have that chance of disappointment also 
Good to know. Uh, before we get going, is there anything on your mind or uh, any closing thoughts you'd like to share? Yeah, I do want to share when this is a win secret. So this is Asian rain. What is Asian rain? Asian rain is it's going to be. Can you smell this? No. Asian rain is an amazing scent and it is the win scent, which win sells. But what's cool is they give you these in tower suites rooms uh, to freshen up your room and they use them. And I always ask for extras and I have a ton of them. And I actually wanted to use it as the fragrance for our apartment. But my wife said that I couldn't do that because because we're all into scents. So we have like this Thai scent we use. She said I couldn't do that because then our home was going to smell like win luck. I don't understand why. Anyway, Asian Rain, amazing, available on the Win Home Store. I get no credit for that. I just think it's a really good scent. Asian Rain, Asian Rain. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. That's true. Exactly. It's uh, it, it was Prince's favorite scent, also. Oh, who knew? <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Luxury travel booking, Travel Zork Travel. Visit us at TravelZorkTravel.com to plan your next amazing vacation. And please join the conversation on social media. You can find us easily. All social platforms are at Travel Zork. We'll see you next time.